Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, broadcasting live from a rather soggy Austin, Texas. Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you, and it is indeed soggy, what we like to say, a good day to work. <laughs> so it'll be a fun show. <laughs> yeah, that is nice about living in a place where it's not perpetual sunshine, <laughs> is that you don't have an excuse not right. to get stuff done. That is very true. Yes. Uh, we should almost, you want to tell the Tommy Thompson story real quick? Oh, remind me. I, I don't have the oh, exact story in my I, head I, that you do. Oh, yeah, I know what you're yeah, talking so, about, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so we'll tell you, we're going to tell you guys a real quick story from Julie and I's real estate days, just to relate to what we were just talking about. It just popped into my head, and I think a lot of you can uh, appreciate this story. So this is like our maybe second or third year in the real estate business, and we get this call from this guy. Um, actually, we got a call from his girlfriend. Anyway, they were looking for this house in Clintonville, Ohio, or in thereabouts, and those of you in central Ohio, you know what I'm talking about, and they wanted something that was basically an estate, and there's only maybe a couple areas in that whole area where you could really consider an estate, the back of, you know, old beach walled and maybe a couple other areas. So the moral of the story was he wanted an estate. Uh, Julie, can you hear me? Yep. You're good. Okay, good. So so they wanted an estate, and he wanted to spend like up to a million dollars. So our first year in the business, or second, third year, wherever it was, whenever it was that we connected with them, yeah, that was kind of cool. So we started showing him properties, and we got to know him. Well, here's the story with this guy. He actually was a scientist at Battelle Memorial Institute and Ohio State University. And he had started a business that had a lot of, uh, some of you guys from Columbus will remember this story really from, it started really, I think, in the late 80s, uh, and then it carried through to the 90s. So he started this little venture fund in Columbus, uh, mostly local Columbus investors, to go after a sunken gold ship. That's for <laughs> off real. The coast of South, <laughs> off the coast of South Carolina. So it, we got to know him. He's really, really a nice, sweet, really fun guy, and just a lot of fun showing him properties. He never bought anything, by the way. Uh, he ended up moving. But so anyway, uh, long story short, we uh, so he they found the gold. That they uh, this expedition, they found the gold. He was able to develop technology that was able to go deeper than anybody else had gone. And they started pulling up the gold, and there was a long fought court battle and all the rest of it. But he was coming into money. So um, we asked him once, well, you know, now that you're going to have all this money from your, you know, sunken gold, <laughs> uh, you know, it's putting all these pieces together is kind of funny considering that. Well, because it was millions. Uh, really, I mean, it was no joke. It was yeah. real, honest well, to God, sunken gold. <laughs> tens of Crazy. millions, really. So we ended yeah. up, we asked him one of the times when we were showing him some big property, we asked him, well, you know, why would you, you know, stay in Columbus or, you know, what's the merits of that in your mind? And he said, and he had this kind of southern draw, but he was from central Ohio. But anyway, he said, well, the nice thing about living in a place like Columbus is that because the weather is so bad most of the time, 
it makes it so that you want to stay in and get work done. <laughs> you know, you know, yep. you want to stay in the okay. office. You want to stay in the lab. You want to actually. And, and he said, if I'd lived in probably some place where I wanted to be outside more often, I probably wouldn't have developed the technology to go after that sunken gold. And I thought that was kind of interesting. You know, the nice, yeah. good lesson to learn when we are early twenties. So those of you who are so envious of all the agents in, you know, Southern Florida and you know Southern California and the rest of it, well, you know what? Their biggest temptation is right out their front door, and whereas you guys are having to deal with droll weather half the time, there are some blessings in that. So you got to look at things from both True. sides. Anyway, you in a nice work so ethic. The, <laughs> that's right. So on the radio show today, we're going to be sharing with you guys. Um, really, it's something from our book, The Real Estate Treasure Map. And Julie, the section from The Real Estate Treasure Map that we're really focusing uh, down on is specifically what? Okay, so this is the result. Let me just kind of tie this into a little mini radio shout-out is what got me going on this particular topic. This is from one of our great Coaching Essentials students, Terry Galladay, who sells in Louisville, Kentucky. So any Louisville referrals can go right out to Terry. We will connect you. So Terry writes, I'm a Coaching Essentials student. I was listening to one of the recordings on this particular uh, uh, call. You were talking about the daily schedule. You said that this is uh, something I'll give you, write down the daily schedule, this is what it should look like, and you covered it in full detail, but I was not where I could write it down. I cannot find the recording where you covered it. Can you help me out with this or send me a copy of it? And also, by the way, I wanted to pass along to you that I interviewed with the Dave Ramsey referral program and was accepted. So that was part of what we were coaching in the essentials class a couple weeks ago. So first of all, Terry, congratulations on getting in with the Dave Ramsey program. That will do great things to your lead flow. And we're going to cover the daily schedule. So where does that live? This is something that we do in the Coaching Essentials class. I'm pulling this out of the Real Estate Treasure Map. It's on page 42. So, Tim, how can these listeners that might not have the Treasure Map in front of them get access to that? Because we're kind of referring to it. They can, of course, take notes. But how does somebody come across such a thing? Well, you guys take notes, and then uh, we're going to give you the book for free. Actually, we're going to give you six books for free, and here's all you have to do. Um, you're, most of you are on your mobile device. Scroll down, fill out that form, and what that's going to do, as soon as you fill that out, you're going to get a call back from someone from our team. Now, they're going to be letting you know about the Real Estate Coaching Essentials Program. It's the program that literally hundreds of agents are joining. The Real Estate Coaching Essentials Program is the absolute critical coaching program that you guys seriously consider in a changing market like the one we're in now. You know, it's, it does not take that much research for you to find out that in your market, the, the markets are definitely beginning to shift. Well, this coaching program is designed for that, but we've also designed it for those of you who are wanting to build teams. And there's been a lot of interest in teams this year. And so the Real Estate Coaching Essentials program in, includes all the information on how to add buyer's agents and assistants and, you know, all the rest of it. This is the same exact uh, content, the material, the backbone that so many of our superstars use. You guys have listened to some of the interview, interviews we've done with some of the top agents in the nation. A lot of them are using this very same content for their listing presentations, for their buyer presentations. You know, and here's the best part. Well, I think the best part for, for the sake of a lot of you guys is it's, it's very affordable. If you use our student approval program, it's only $99 a month. There's no payment for the first month. Now, you don't need any money down to do this. There's no you know, strings attached. It's very straightforward. 
Uh, you could prepay the entire program if you wanted to uh, for a limited time. It's a six-month program, but we're going to give you a, an additional six months' worth of access for free. And all you've got to do uh, to receive information about that program, and by the way, to receive six of our books, they can grow rich for real estate, the real estate treasure map, 12-month lead generation, I mean a whole bunch of books, is just go and fill out that form and someone from our team will call you back, answer any questions you have about that coaching program. Guys, a lot of you have been also asking about BPOs. We did our radio show yesterday on how to make money now doing BPOs. Well, that's all included in the Real Estate Coaching Essentials Program. A lot of you want to get into REOs, same thing, all included in the Real Estate Coaching Essentials Program. So definitely take action and complete that form. Or remember, you can also go to joinharris.com, joinharris.com. So, Julie, let's talk about this, the daily plan sure. to reach my goals. And this is page 42 from the Real Estate Treasure Map. You got it. Okay, so we're going to get really into the nitty-gritty of how to run your day. I'm not just going to say, you know, your day should consist of dollar productive activity. Well, duh, of course it should. We're going to actually get into some serious scheduling things that you can implement starting today. So your daily plan to reach my goals, and this is in the treasure map. You can uh, print this. You can recreate it. You can make lots of copies of this page 42. Daily plan to reach my goals. So you put a date on it. And the first thing that you do is you remind yourself, what are my six powerful spokes? Now, we recommend six to eight, minimum of six. Where's my business supposed to come from? You're reminding yourself. If you've been working on expireds, you write down, my business comes from expireds. If you're committed to calling past clients and centers of influence, that's a spoke. But I filled in a spoke for all of you, which is non-negotiable. That's called relentless lead follow-up, or as the coaches like to say, relentless lead follow-up with intent to set appointment. I just hung up with one of our great coaches. We're talking about how a lot of agents will do their follow-up and say, hey, how's it going? Just thinking about you. What's up? We talk about relentless lead follow-up with intent to set an appointment. I'm calling because you said you wanted this. I have this ready to show it to you. I have this time available for you. Call me back so we can set it up. Okay, so relentless lead follow-up I consider to be, and I think you do too, Tim, an actual spoke what is a spoke, something that brings business to you that creates commission dollars for you? In other words, if you don't do it, you're losing money. So relentless lead follow-up is built in. I've just kind of taken by that By the liberty. way, by – Go ahead. Well, I mean, every time we say something like that, I always feel like we need to drill it down for the agents that are saying, mm -hmm. all right, I get it. I'm supposed to be setting an appointment, but what do I say? <laughs> How do I say it? Guys, all right. the scripts and everything else is included in Real Estate Coaching Essentials. Literally, when you're calling somebody back, we give you a script for calling buyers back, and we give you a script for calling sellers back. We give you scripts for all that type of work. So you don't need to think about what you're going to say. A lot of you are panicking because you're fearful of what happens if they ask me this question or what happens if they ask me that question and use that as your excuse not to take action. Well, guess what? We've solved all that for you by using the scripts. All you got to do is read the script and fill in the blank on the script, and that's part of the Real Estate Essentials Coaching Program. Julie? And they're not hard. They're not stressful scripts. They're very friendly and productive, so keep that in mind. Okay, so since today is about schedule, we'll get a good point about scripts. Yes, make sure you're using them, and they're included in the class. So the next thing I have you do is some simple affirmations. You write down, you know, one, two, three affirmations, getting yourself into the right mindset. And in the treasure map, we talk about how to do those affirmations. So moving on to page 43, today's basic schedule is, and you are literally filling this in, today I am working from this time until this time. I have appointments at 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, whenever. I will stop working at this time, prepare for tomorrow, and go home. That's built in especially for our 
kind of type A personalities that think that they're supposed to work every working waking hour of the day, that's not normal. You need to have a quit in time. This leaves me blank hours to generate new business, follow up on leads, and negotiate contracts. I will use this time to make money so I can reach all my personal, business, and financial goals this year. Now, I'm guessing that for some of you, that's a different mindset than you're starting your day out typically because you're not following a media-free morning, perhaps, and some of the other things that we've talked about on other podcasts. So, again, we're just starting out by making a statement of your schedule. I'm working from this time to this time. These are dollar productive hours. I have a quit in time of this. I am doing this so that I can reach my personal business and financial goals. Okay. Then it goes on to say, I practice relentless lead follow-up every business day. Today I will follow up on these leads before I do anything else. I know that email doesn't count, so I will call them personally and at a minimum leave a message. The point of my lead follow-up is to set appointments, and then I actually have you list out who are your top leads. Why are we doing that first? Because we know that at least 30% of your appointments should come from your lead follow-up. If you don't have enough leads to follow up on, then we need to be working on your lead generation, obviously, but that's a different call, okay? So lead follow-up first because you're highly likely to set appointments and because you have their actual phone numbers, you're going to do your lead follow-up first. That way, you start out your day with some awesome appointments, okay? Hopefully that just makes sense to you. All right, so you write them down, you make a commitment to finding them, that may mean multiple calls, different times of day, taking notes. And remember, the point is to set appointments. Okay? So in the treasure map, if you scan down, we've got a way of tracking all of this. That's called your vital signs report. Those of you who are in our one-on-one -on -one coaching, your breakthrough or advanced coaches, have you send that to them every single time before your calls. You're familiar with that. And then you write down your hot leads. Okay, so let's go down, Tim, to page 46, your money-making schedule. So here's a fact. If you were to interview the top agents in the country, you would discover that all of them are serious about time management. They all follow a schedule that is based on their goals. They all stick to dollar productive activities. You've also heard the saying, act as if, meaning if you wish to achieve something, act as if you have it already. So it only makes sense to act as if you are already achieving your goals and dreams. Do what our top producers do. And yes, this is going to give you guys some potential chills down your back. You have to follow a schedule. I know you got into real estate because you didn't want anybody to tell you what to do, but too bad for you. Resist this skill at your own peril. Lack of time management is the number one arch nemesis goal-shattering issue for struggling agents. Break away from the crowd that lives month to month and join the ranks of those who actually control their time. Controlling your time means you're controlling your income. So let me stop right there, Tim. Julie, Am I being too hard on them well, about this stuff? Well, actually, I was about to say you're fired up today, which is kind of fun because I don't have to work that hard. But, <laughs> you know, when I, have somebody, when I have somebody on a coaching call that says, oh, like, you know, and this would be like, you know, more or less every somebody I've ever had on a coaching call where they're complaining right. about their inability to manage their time and all that. And, oh, they've read this and they've heard this and they're all confused and they're overwhelmed and everything just seems to come at them like a fire hose constantly from their email, voicemail, mm. Facebook, blah, 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 blah. So basically right. they live in this world of overwhelm. Well, so here are two thoughts for you. Some people actually, and this is not very many, but just some people are actually more productive when they're in a state of overwhelm. Some people like that constant barrage of stress and pressure. It's an extremely rare person that's like that. 
And the only way to know whether or not you are like that is basically by looking at your results. There's an old saying that says you don't judge a man or a woman by what they say. You judge them by what they actually do. So if you are somebody who is in a constant state of overwhelm and you think that's some sort of weakness because you heard some guru telling you if you don't have your whole day exactly regimented every 15 minutes, you're some sort of failure, and yet you're doing really, really well with your life and you're accomplishing all your your goals, screw that guru. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. So some people do really well in a state of overwhelm. Now, that's like probably one half of 1%. For the rest of us who uh, basically are in the state of overwhelm and it causes us to not take action, it puts us in a place where we essentially are always in this getting ready to get started phase, here's the thought and the question I have for you. And if I are coaching you guys and you hit me with this constant state of overwhelm and I got into your finances and I found out you didn't have enough closings, you didn't have enough pendings, you didn't have enough leads, so clearly you're not one of these weirdos that do really well under a lot of pressure. You're somebody that needs clarity. I would ask you this question. And this is a, this, this, there is no answer for this question. There's individual answers, but I can't give you an answer that will work for all of you. The question is, how do you benefit from being disorganized? How do you benefit? And the answer is, or the answer cannot be, I don't, because you do. It, in here, if you force yourself to answer, actually answer that question by starting to write down answers, like how do you benefit from being disorganized, Julie? Let's just role play it as if you were a coaching client, right? First of all, you'd refuse it. You'd regret. You'd push back. You'd mm-hmm. say, oh, I don't benefit. I don't benefit. And then let's say finally right. you decided to mm-hmm. come up with some benefits. What would they be? Well, it's pretty much the uh, world's most acceptable to most of the world common excuse. Well, I didn't get that and I was too overwhelmed. I was, you know, everybody can sort of relate no, to no, that. No, no, you're the client. So, you're the client. You're, you're the client. Yeah. You're, you're in well, so I'm using mode. that. I'm, get, I'm going to say, well, I, I didn't do my coaching homework last week because I was overwhelmed. What's the benefit to that? Okay. I think you're going to buy into that, right? Because everybody's felt, felt overwhelmed. It seems like an acceptable excuse. It means I get to keep on procrastinating and putting things off until perhaps my coach calls me out about that. Well, that's it. I mean, essentially, you know, the the client's going to say things like, well, you know, I couldn't get things done, or I didn't do the lead follow-up, or I didn't go on this appointment, or I didn't. So what happens is the feeling of overwhelmed, the feeling of feeling like you're too busy, it is a, uh, for most of us, it is a choice. Well, for all of us, it is a choice that we're benefiting from. So when you guys are trying to really get at the root of what some of your uh, dysfunctional behavior is that you're wanting to change, the way to get at the root of it the fastest is ask yourself how you're benefiting from it. So if you, for example, have a big weight problem and you're asking, well, you know, I just can't seem to lose the weight. I have this, that, and let's assume there are no, you know, external drug-related, maybe you have some sort of side effect. Let's just say basically you're just, you know, the typical America of 20 pounds overweight or 30 or whatever it is now. So that's you. And, you know, you can't lose the weight and this, that, and the other. So how do you benefit from being fat? You ask yourself that question. Now, again, your first response, most people's first response when confronted with a question that's so, you know, confronting, is going to be, I'm not benefiting from it. I, you know, how can I, why would you possibly say, right, resistance. That's your ego kicking in because your ego doesn't want to have to be confronted. So a good coach is going to move you beyond that. And then the next, you know, when you're willing to set that normal, natural response aside, then you're going to start admitting, well, guess what? I don't have to exercise. I don't particularly like to exercise. That's how I benefit from being fat. I can eat what I want to eat when I want to eat it. That's a benefit. I can drink what I want to drink when I want to drink it. That's a benefit. People don't ask me to go jogging with them. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah, and you know, in some cases, if they have a real huge weight problem, then it's like, well, nobody has any expectations of me because I've got this huge weight problem, so I don't have to actually go out there and, and work and do things I don't want to do when I don't want to do it. So this, guys, is a real effective way at getting at the very core of what's holding you back. So if you have a dysfunctional behavior, a behavior about yourself you want to change, it's dysfunctional and you know because it's not in alignment with where you want your goals to be for life, ask yourself the question, how am I benefiting from this particular behavior? How am I benefiting from uh, you know sleeping in? How am I benefiting from uh, overeating? How am I benefiting from being broke? There's a good one for all of you, right? I'm broke. I don't have any money. Well, how are you benefiting from that? And then when you start answering those questions, again, your initial response is going to be, there are no benefits. So that can't, don't get stuck there. Move beyond that. Even if you have to start throwing some things at the board to come up with benefits, you will get at the very core issue of, and a lot of times of what's holding you back. Do not allow yourself to believe that you are uh, a victim of being, um, you know, fat. Or do not allow yourself to believe you're a victim of being poor. Do not allow yourself to believe you cannot positively affect your organization or your ability to manage your schedule or the rest of it. These are all choices that you've made. Maybe in a lot of ways you made them unconsciously, and that question is designed to wake you up. So allow yourself to be woken up with that question and then allow the answers and the truth that is already inside of all of you to flow out. That's when you can actually have a shift. That's what a really good coach does for you. Julie, what's your next point? Yeah, well, so that gets back to our time management point, right? So what's the benefit to being a terrible time manager? People start assuming that you're disorganized. They ask you to do less. You know, you try and get it over on your coach because you're too busy trying to not have them assign you things that make you uncomfortable, which is not acceptable to any of our coaches, by the way. So we're on to you, okay? Now, here's one way to get clear on this. When you're, when you're now we've accepted we've got to have better time management and actually follow a schedule because we know controlling your time means you're controlling your money. How much time do you actually have to build your business? You know, we're coaching everywhere from super full-time agents to people that have other jobs and other commitments. So let's get clear. To determine the number of hours you actually have available for building your business, calculate the number of daily hours that you spend sleeping, for example. We could stop there with some of you chronic sleeper inners. We have hours spent with family and friends. Some of you guys have three or four kids to get out of the door before you can start your day. Hours spent on fitness, grooming, and other personal time. Hours spent driving, total hours. Okay, so in a 24-hour time frame minus the total hours committed to personal time equals the hours available to use in your powerful money-making schedule. This will help your schedule stay realistic. So, again, getting you clear on this. I bet you guys can't name a single professional who doesn't operate based on a schedule. Lawyers, doctors, accountants, pilots, appraisers, veterinarians, they all follow a schedule. If you get sick, you don't just call your doctor and say, I'm stopping by, fix me up. They say to you, I have 2.12 in the afternoon available, or you'll have to wait until next week on Tuesday, right? So does that mean that if you don't follow a schedule, the public perceives you as unprofessional? Interesting thought to chew on. Why do your real estate clients sometimes abuse your time? It's because you abuse your time. When you work based on a professional schedule, keep professional hours, you're going to be treated more like a professional. So let's go down, let's skip, you know, we could go on about whether you're a Pop-Tart agent or not and some of that. I'll let you guys read that in the treasure map. Let's go through a sample schedule, Tim. Let's just kind of scan down. I think we're on about page 47 here. Okay, so sample schedule. Now, 
This is our sample. You can interchange with things for your own goals, lifestyle, family situation, etc. 6.30, exercise. Here's a little secret. Our best prospecting students, our best productive students, do exercise consistently. There's something related between the discipline of being in good shape and watching your nutrition and being disciplined about other things. So 7 o'clock, prepare for the day. That could mean your affirmations, reading something important to you, listening to your favorite song, whatever it is. Prepare for the day. Actually buy yourself a little time for that. 7.30, arrive at work. That could be your home office, your regular office. Some of you, I'm thinking of our clients in L.A., might have a 30, 40, or 140-minute drive to your office. So get to your office. Let's say you arrive there at 7.30. You connect with role play partners, accountability partners, check in with your coach, things like this. 8 a.m., Again, this is suggested. Call new expireds. Take a 10-minute break. Julie, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Let, let's just add in there. If you guys work out of your house, uh, which for a lot of you is the smarter move, uh, you know, there's a lot of little secrets to basically making it so your personal life doesn't flow into your work life. That's the only downside of working out of your house. Yep. You know, so ask your coach about that. But there are a lot of great ways to essentially make it so that you can't have that separation and still live in your house. Because truthfully, you'll save a ton of money. The benefits of going to the office, and depending, again, I don't want you guys sitting in the car every morning to drive to a sales office. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But the benefits, if it's not too far away, of you going to an office is that you will be forced to, to Julie's point, have a schedule. You'll be forced to, you know, look nice every day. Work. You'll be forced to <laughs> work, right. It'll be easier for you to stay in that groove and that momentum because your body and your, you know, your rhythms will basically be in alignment with your specific goals that you set for yourself. That's the reason people do go to the office. But you can easily successfully home office. But the discipline of not allowing your personal and work life, because when you allow those things to blend, what then happens is you're always at work. And a lot of you guys know what I'm talking about. And, and guess what? That's normal. It's normal when you own your own business to have constant, you know, Julie and I call it antivirus <laughs> software running in our heads. I mean, even when, you know, Julie and I are watching a movie or we're going on a walk or we're doing whatever, in the back of our minds, in the back of all of your minds is always business thinking, right? That's what it yeah. takes to be successful in business. Don't feel bad about it. Don't fight it. You might normal. be at your daughter's ballet practice. Yes, and you're thinking about leads. That's normal. Don't kick your, your – don't beat yourself up about it. That is how it works. But – be at the ballet practice, physically be there. Another one of the little secrets that Julie's sharing with you, and hopefully you guys are paying attention to this, is to be wildly successful in business and in life. You really only have to have the morning scheduled. That's it. Your afternoon, and it's asking a lot of a lot of you to even do that, but your afternoons can be open. Your afternoons can be basically, you know, whatever the most important thing is that you can do in that particular time. And, and yes, so after lunch, you can go on networking events. You can go on realtor tours. You can, you know, work with sellers, buyers. You can help your transaction coordinators and your team members. You can do all of those things. But what's really critical, no matter how big you get, no matter how many agents you add, no matter how many listings you have, is you keep that morning time locked down and that you, hold, you allow yourself to be held accountable to staying on schedule. You've got to make it so that if you don't follow your schedule, if you don't do the three to five minimum standard things that you set for yourself every single day in the morning, that you actually feel guilty about it. You won't have success every day. You won't walk away from every day thinking you had a home run. 
that's okay because what you're doing is you're working on the power of the accumulation effect by keeping to your schedule every single day by doing the work every single day doing it that you doing the work you don't want to do when you don't want to do it every single day in the morning guys i assure you that it's going to add up faster than you possibly think get out of your heads that you're supposed to have passion for real estate Get out of your business in general. Get out of your heads that you have to have passion to be successful. These are all just basically feel-good myths that hold a lot of you guys back. Work is called work because it sometimes sucks. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's part and parcel of being successful long-term, right, Julie? That's why they don't call it vacation, <laughs> right? So, yes, that's why it's called work. Sometimes it's hard. Okay, so back to our schedule, and I want to just kind of simplify this. Um, you know, I had 8 o'clock calling new expireds because you're more likely to get them in the morning. Expireds are the low-hanging fruit. Also, you can do your lead follow-up, as we discussed uh, prior, first thing in the morning. Then take a 10-minute break. Be realistic. Then you get back, I think, between 8 and noon. Really, this is generating new business. This is your lead follow-up plus talking to your spokes, whatever your personal spokes are. If you can segment your day, the first half of your day, creating new business, I especially like that, Tim, because we know, especially as you guys get more and more successful, stuff happens throughout the day. A deal tanks, you get a cut appraisal, you get drama on a home inspection, whatever. If you have already set up new business before noon, the way you process the drama that comes naturally through a business will be very different then if that continues to be your only deal, your biggest deal, your most scary deal, whatever. So you're covering yourself by creating new business in the morning and taking care of existing business in the afternoon if we really want to simplify this. I also have a note that you absolutely should be eating a real lunch. I will never forget, Tim, there's a great agent in um, – Columbus that we used to deal with, Wendy Hansel, and she was like this little tornado that would come in and was a great agent, but sort of disorganized. She had papers flying everywhere. And, you know, I remember like she told me one day she hadn't eaten lunch in like three days or something. That's not a badge of honor. That's you're getting off your schedule. It's normal to have to eat. You're going to be better in the afternoon. I prefer that you have lunch with a past client or somebody from your center of influence that also counts as prospecting, but you're also feeding yourself. Then you get onto it in the afternoon. As Tim said, you can continue your lead follow-up if you don't have any appointments, but this is your time that you pre-qualify your leads. You go on appointments with buyers and sellers. Again, if you don't have appointments, it's lather, rinse, repeat on creating new appointments. You can work on your CMAs. You can do your BPOs, et cetera. Then you have a little bit of special projects, mailings, tweaking this and that, preparing flyers, home brochures, et cetera, a little bit of education, for example, listening to podcasts, and then either go on listing appointments or go home. You have spent the day making money. It's normal to call it quits at normal business hours unless you have a listing appointment. And again, you have control over that. Maybe you make it at 3 o'clock instead of 5 o'clock. Just a little side note on that, Tim. One of the reasons these guys get off track is because they don't have a set thing in their mind that I go on listing appointments between 3 and 5 o'clock every day, maybe 3 and 6 o'clock to keep it realistic with who you're talking to, or Saturday mornings. When you know that those are your appointment times, just like when you call the doctor and they say to you, I have this time available or that time, then you can control your time. What happens is if you don't think about that and a buyer says, I can only go out with you at 9 a.m. tomorrow, you jump. You're a Pop-Tart agent. You get completely off on your schedule because you haven't thought about when you want your appointments to be. Does that make sense, Tim? 
It does, and you know, it's funny you mentioned Wendy because I I remember that as well. She got in, you know, she got into business roughly at the same time we did, and she she became really, and she still is a fantastic uh, real estate broker in Columbus. She owns a brokerage called She Realtors or She Real Estate, one of the two, but she does fantastic. So, and then a lot of it came back down to her ability to keep her schedule under control and stay focused on the most all our productive activities. So keep Wendy in mind if you guys have any referrals going that way. So here's your action steps now, and we're going to finish off this topic tomorrow. But your action steps are quite simple. Number one, do as you always do and share this show with as many other agents as you can. We sincerely appreciate that. I know a lot of brokers and office managers have been using our podcast every day for their education for their agents, and that's very cool. I am thrilled that we're able to help you guys. Number two, remember, go back and listen to our past podcasts. Um, realestatecoachingradio.com is the easiest way to do it. We've optimized everything so you can listen to everything on your Tesla or on your mobile device or your whatever else. And if you have not yet done so, you need to seriously consider joining Real Estate Coaching Essentials. And it's very easy. Just scroll to the bottom if you're on your mobile uh, device and fill out that simple form, name, phone number, email, and we'll give you a call back and we'll answer any questions you have about the program. Guys, it's a real live coaching program. You have four semi-private coaching calls a month. You have one private coaching call with a coach. This is exactly the exact thing a lot of you guys are searching for. You don't need to pay, you know, huge amounts of money, and you don't need to obligate yourself to not knowing what you're getting when you join a coaching program. We tell you everything that you get ahead of time, and you can join with confidence knowing this is the program that's going to, you know, frankly, be by your side no matter what happens in the overall economy and what happens in your individual real estate market. As always, if there's anything we can do for you, please feel free to email us, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. You guys know we love your emails. It is interesting to me that a lot of times your emails are basically all saying the same thing. Um, so I think, you know, we don't always read your emails, but we always try to respond. So do email us if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. And we will talk with you on the radio tomorrow as we finish out this topic on the importance of having a schedule. Uh, by the way, if you do not have the real estate treasure map, Julie and I are using pages right out of the real estate treasure map. That is one of the books that we give you for free when you fill out the form requesting a callback from someone on our staff to learn more about real estate coaching essentials. So go ahead and just fill out that form and then use the book tomorrow as we finish out this topic. Have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.